When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you die, that does not mean that you lose to cancer. You beat cancer by how you live, why you live, and in the manner in which you live. This is V-Week at ESPN Radio. Join the fight. Go to v.org backslash donate. 100% of your donation goes to cancer research. We are on Sportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio, ESPN 2, all across the country and all the great ESPN radio stations, Sirius XM, Channel 80. And, of course, we are presented by Progressive Insurance, along with Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen, with you here on ESPN Radio. Giving Tuesday, we're supporting the V Foundation. Of course, when you think of the V Foundation, you think of the late, great Stuart Scott. And, of course, these are challenging times for everyone, as we know, and... If you're able to donate and you're able to join us today and support the critical work of the V Foundation for Cancer Research in honor of our friend Stuart Scott, go to v.org slash Stuart. That's v.org slash Stuart to help the V Foundation, the victory over cancer. That is v.org slash Stuart for more information. And joining us now, Taylor and Sydney Scott, Stuart's two daughters, joining us here on V Foundation Day on Giving Tuesday. And, of course, we've been emotional telling stories today, and everybody's been telling heartfelt stories. But we wanted to start off with this. Two young daughters, a dad on TV, this icon on TV. He's perfect to all of us. He's probably not perfect to you. What did you two make fun of Stuart Scott the most about (laughs) that you would rag on your dad about what? He did not eat cheese. And so sometimes we would test his loyalty. We would be like, he could not eat cheese. And sometimes Sydney would be like, if you love me. Would you do it for me? Would you? (laughs) 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 Was he allergic to it or he just didn't like, like he didn't like it on anything, like a cheeseburger, a sandwich, nothing? He did not like it. And it gave him like a, a physical reaction, but it was not an allergy. So for years he told people that he was allergic. And then one day we were at a restaurant and he was like, I'm allergic to cheese. And I was like seven. And I was like, you're not allergic. You just don't like it. And he was like, you cannot say <laughs> in that in front of the waiter. So you called, you called your dad out. They called him out for not eating cheese. <laughs> Taylor, Sydney, a lot of the money that's going to be raised today for the V Foundation is going to go to the Stuart Scott Memorial Cancer Research Fund, which works to improve outcomes for minorities that are disproportionately affected by cancer. What does it mean to you to have a part of your dad's legacy be honored in this way? Ooh, it is, um, it's it's so incredible. It's a really special thing because Taylor and I, we've spent a lot of our studies and our lives growing up in this, you know, in the wake of this legacy. And to look at the ways that it's things like access to healthcare, it's things like diagnostic, you know, accessibility and things like that. Um, and we see that Black people have worse cancer outcomes. They have higher mortality rates. And so to know that, 
my dad came from this black community. He came from Chicago and Raleigh, North Carolina. And that was what he brought with him when he came to ESPN. And to know that his legacy is carrying on in such a way that these communities are being championed and these communities are being paid attention to and having this priority put on them, especially with the donation, um, you know, with the funding dollars, it's it's really special. So, so many great things being done with the foundation. We hope that people have it in their hearts to donate today. But Taylor, Sydney, I want to go back to your relationship with your dad. Evan asked you what you made fun of him about. And we know that your dad was so proud of the both of you. He talked about you all the time. What are you proud of when you think about your dad? What did he do that made you proud? I'm honestly really appreciative. Um, it's been in my, the V Foundation has really been a component of my life for so long, especially because ESPN is such a strong supporter of it. Long before my father was diagnosed, he really taught us that the work that Jim Balvano's family was doing in his absence was changing the world. And he made that commitment every year to go to events, to donate, and to really champion this cause. And so it feels like a full circle moment that they really have championed our family and so many other families you know, it really is amazing the fact that, you know, there are, there have been 12,000 patents created by the Stuart Scott Memorial Cancer Research Fund at this point. And I feel like my pride is really in the fact that people are going to have different outcomes today than they did when my father passed. That really inspires me. Yep. Taylor and I have been able to meet uh, some of the researchers that have won the grant that our dad's fund um, funded and to listen to the work that they're doing to see young black women and doctors and people of color, um, you know, advancing in this space, in this space of cancer research. It's um, it's it's really special to be able to to meet the people face to face who are the recipients of this of this donate of these donations and to see that, you know, that work in actual practice. Let me correct myself. It's over twelve hundred patents and they, people have been connected to over one hundred and twenty five clinical trials. Yeah, yeah, the clinical trials especially that's such an important part of the cancer research. So yeah, it's um it's gripping, honestly. We are on Sportsman like here on ESPN Radio, ESPN Two, along with Michelle Smallman and Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you talking with Taylor and Sydney Scott, their dad, Stuart Scott, everybody knows, and it's such an inspiration for so many people. V.org slash Stuart for more information on this donation day and the giving Tuesday. I'm not suggesting you're not still coping, but I am wondering. How have you turned coping into inspiration and inspiring now? Because it's amazing what you both have done. I that's been listen, Evan, that's been something that I've been thinking about a lot because we are coming up on the 10th anniversary of that speech that you played in the beginning. And the time and space for reflection in those 10 years. I was 15 when my father passed. I'm 24 now. And one thing that keeps coming back to me, especially in these past couple of months, is when my dad was planning for that speech, he was listening to Jim Valvano's speech over and over and over again. And in particular, it was when he said, it may not save my life, it may save my children's lives, and it may save the life of someone that you know. And I can tell you, going from that space, being 15 years old, losing my father, not knowing you know, how my life is going to look after this and and processing such that such a huge gap in my life um, to now have that reflection of 10 years and to see that there have been lives saved. There have been lives elongated. There have been lives improved quality of life. People have had dignity. Um, they've had time to spend with their families. It's um, that's 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 what the coping and the and the grief process looks like for me now is is looking at um, this 10 year legacy, this 10 year span and seeing the changes that have been made and and you know again speaking to people who 
whose lives were 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 lengthened and and you know all of those things it's it's really special to look to look back on that now Taylor Sydney your dad impacted my life just in the way that he was able to present sports and that's not something that a lot of people tend to focus on or reflect on but I'm going to spend a minute with that just because he was so impactful in terms of creating a space for minorities and specifically black people to be their authentic selves when it came to presenting the sports content in a unique way. And I think back on all of the words, all of the phrases that became a part of the sports lexicon, like booyah and like <laughs> as cool as the other side of the pillow, all phrases that we love, all phrases that are that are illustrated at ESPN's headquarters in Bristol, Connecticut. And I just wanted to ask you all, what that means to you to know that your dad forever and always changed the way that we present sports and the way that we storytell when it comes to the sports? I think hearing from young journalists of color tell me that, you know, they had not seen themselves or seen a future for themselves in the space until they saw my father kind of really being his authentic, very colorful self. I have such appreciation that he was able to find a space at ESPN to really show that honesty and that enthusiasm and the fact that it, you know, has had ripple effects. I know that you can't be what you can't see. And I think that the field looks different today. And I am always really inspired by the diversity and also the expertise of young journalists. You know, they took the lessons that have been, you know, in the industry for a long time. But in a new digital age, there are different requirements. And I am constantly surprised at the level of talent and the level of commitment that I see to storytelling. I think that it's really inspiring. And I know that my father would be so excited. He loved to talk to young people. He loved to tell people, you know, break down misconceptions about what his job was and also let them know why he was so gung-ho about the work he did and also why it was worth it to stay in the game even when it was difficult. Hmm. Taylor and Sydney, so when we're thinking about your dad, I'm sure these moments have happened for you. Is there a topic in sports entertainment life that you both have said to each other recently, oh man, if dad was on for that, he'd be all over that. An issue, a story, something. I guess I shouldn't tell you that Coach K is coming up in about 15 minutes as a UNC guy would do. <laughs> I, mean, I, I just won't mention that part of it. But is there something like, is there a phrase that you're like, oh, dad would have used this today or anything like that? Hmm. Okay. I don't know about the phrase, but this last summer when I was I was watching the Women's World Cup and this was something so important to me growing up. I played soccer growing up and the way that my dad was, I don't even want to say like a champion for women's sports because that sounds a little pedantic almost, but, um, you know, a fanatic. He was just it. he was just a fanatic about it. And so it was this amazing thing growing up where my soccer team, you know, U14, whatever, we got to meet some of the women on the women's national team. Um, and looking at the way that women's sports has grown and developed, looking at, again, the journalism that's come out of it, um, looking at the popularity. I think that he would be so thrilled at where women's soccer is today on an international, uh, you know, on an international platform. Uh, yeah, I think he'd just be thrilled. I think that we would have had a really fun time this summer watching those games. All right. Um, growing up, all of our, um, our role models, all the role models he gave us were female athletes. And even though I didn't play soccer, it was always that attitude and that perspective of, if they're doing it, you can do it, too. Oh, yeah. So before we say goodbye for now, give us, again, what people need to know about the foundation, about what you guys are doing and how they can contribute. Um, so basically, the V Foundation has awarded nearly $16 million in grants to the Stuart Scott Cancer Memorial Research Fund since 2015. 
I have found it the most inspiring to be able to talk to researchers about the real-time advancements that are being made, the real-time discoveries that are changing the outcomes for people living now. Cancer is something that affects all of our lives. And I am so grateful to be a part of a community. And I'm really passionate about sharing the work and also connecting more people to this network because it really is a life raft in Mm. a situation that, you know, lots of people go through and it feels very isolating, but lots of people are going through it. And I really love the community that we have found. And I'm so excited for the support that I'm seeing, you know, flow through. Yeah. Happy V week. Happy V week. Taylor and Sydney Scott, you both are amazing. So inspiring and just an amazing contribution on our show today. And we do appreciate your time. And thank you so much for all you have done for so many people. Thank you. Taylor and Sydney Scott, again, that's v.org slash Stuart for more information about the V Foundation and specifically with Stuart Scott and the foundation that his family obviously has just done a tremendous job with. As I mentioned, Stuart probably doesn't like the fact that we have a Duke guy coming up (laughs) as a North Carolina guy. Coach K will join us in 15 minutes. Again, v.org slash Stuart. This is Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Today is Giving Tuesday. You should laugh every day. Number two is think. You should spend some time in thought. And number three is you should have your emotions moved to tears. Could be happiness or joy. But think about it. If you laugh, you think, and you cry, that's a full day. That's a heck of a day. If you're able, go to v.org slash donate to help support the V Foundation for Cancer Research. We are on Sportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Unbelievable conversation with Taylor, Sydney Scott, in honor of their dad, Stuart Scott. Of course, the V Foundation and founding partner ESPN have had a longstanding commitment to help equity and establish the Stuart Scott Memorial Cancer Research Fund in memory of Stu after he passed away from cancer in 2015. He was a champion, of course, for cancer research. And with ESPN's help, the V Foundation has awarded nearly $16 million in grants from that fund since 2015. An amazing, amazing conversation with his daughters just moments ago. All right. Um, obviously, no easy way of transitioning, as I mentioned. And in about 15 minutes, we are going to have Coach K on to talk about the memory of Jim Valvano and the V Foundation. We did have Monday Night Football last night. Uh, the Bears beat the Vikings 12-10. Which team stood out to you more and why? The, the actual positive play of the Bears on defense or the negative play of the Vikings for interceptions for Josh Dobbs? That was probably the first bad game we've seen from Josh Dobbs this season, all things being considered, right? Like, that was a bad game. Now, it started out with that bomb that he threw to Jordan Addison. I I thought that was a big-time play. Jordan Addison just couldn't complete the act of the catch. 
But, I mean, that would have been a huge momentum swing. But overall, I mean, Josh Dobbs played awful. He threw four interceptions. It could have been six. It felt like he thought Jalen Johnson, quarterback for the Chicago Bears, was on his team. That's how much Jalen Johnson had his hands on the football. But all in all, I think the big takeaway is what's going on with the Chicago Bears and specifically their defense and the way that this group has been playing since they traded for Montez Sweat, this is a unit that's giving the Chicago Bears a chance in pretty much every single game that they play in. And it seems like it's more of what Matt Eberflus envisioned in terms of having the personnel to match with his scheme, the X's and O's that he dials up. And it makes me think back to the decision that Ryan Poles, the general manager for the Chicago Bears, made at the trade deadline to send a premium pick, a second rounder, to the Washington Commanders for a guy that was an impending free agent in Montez Sweat only to pay him a $100 million contract. It it feels like that decision retroactively, if I'm applying that logic, was about Ryan Poles giving his head coach as many bullets in the gun as he possibly could to find out if – Matt Eberflus is, in fact, a good coach, right? Mm -hmm. They had the potential to trade Jalen Johnson for a premium pick at the deadline. They decided they weren't going to do that, right? Jalen Johnson, also an impending free agent for the Chicago Bears. It felt like they made those decisions to keep enough pieces in place to figure out whether or not Ryan Poles could form a cohesive unit with his expertise, which is the defensive side of the ball. And so far, so good. Now, we'll see what that translates to over the next five games, But the Chicago Bears have won two of three. And so regardless of what happens with Justin Fields, I think there is a real opportunity for Matt Eberflus to make a case as to why he should be the coach for the Bears in 2024. He can make the case, but it's still going to be existing in gray area based on the state of the team at the beginning of the season. It would obviously be a vote of confidence if he could rally the team and they could really show you something down the stretch. But I worry if I'm a Bears fan that that's still a little bit of fool's gold and that the situation might not be exactly what you want moving forward, especially when you're likely going to be drafting a new rookie quarterback. Mm -hmm. It just feels to me like that is so very Chicago Bears to make it interesting and to make you wonder if, because we're still wondering, is Justin Fields the guy? Is Matt Eberflus the guy? I feel like if you have to ask those questions. Are you not wondering if Justin Fields is the guy? Some people in Chicago still No, some people might be wondering, but I don't think anybody in that building is wondering if Justin Fields is the guy. There's nothing that Justin Fields can show us over the next five games that's going to keep them from drafting a quarterback if they have the number one overall pick. Quite literally nothing. If for no other reason, you get to reset the quarterback, the money on the quarterback position. You get to restart the clock on when you have to pay your quarterback. They've got to make a decision on Justin Fields' fifth-year option in the 2024 offseason. So months, right? If you draft Caleb Williams, you don't have to make a decision for like for about the money for years. And so I guess the whole point is, if your team is not ready to compete at a championship level, why are you even paying a quarterback? top-tier money. Why, why would you even go down that road? You don't have to do that. You can let Justin Fields audition for the 31 other teams, trade him off. Hopefully you get a premium pick, a second-round pick or better, hopefully in the offseason. But you, you, you allow him to play his way into getting you more assets that you can then use to build around the quarterback that you're going to take with the number one overall pick. Because there's no world that Ryan Poles, their general manager, can justify the opportunity cost of passing on a rich crop of quarterbacks in not just one yet one draft, but actually two drafts. Remember, they traded out of the number one overall pick in 2023. 
they could have drafted C.J. Stroud. Oh, yeah. How good does C.J. Stroud look right now? Great. Like, like we're, we're projecting great. that Caleb Williams and Drake May could potentially be, even be better. So how, how, how can you justify passing on those quarterbacks for what we've seen for Justin Fields over the last two and a half years? The answer is you can't. And so after watching last night's game, it's clear and obvious to me that Matt Eberflus has a better chance of saving his job with the Chicago Bears than Justin Fields does. But you're still in a gray area. Even if best-case scenario plays out and Justin Field, Fields plays well and plays his way into a better deal for you, there's still going to be questions that exist about him and about you not developing him earlier or if you could have gotten better out of him if you're Matt, Matt, the Matt Eberflus regime. Mm-hmm. I just think if I'm a Bears fan – I, I hate the mentality of cheering for losing, but unfortunately, <laughs> it feels like that's where you need to be as a Bears fan, right? Like, DJ Moore says after the game, winning is contagious. If I'm a Bears fan, I want them to take vitamin C, get the medicine ball <laughs> tea from Starbucks, some ginger in there. I don't want you to win. I, I want to hit yeah, the restart get button. Get immunized. whatever. I just, if I'm a Bears guys fan, I think I know enough. <laughs> yeah, wrong franchise. I just think I know enough if I'm a Bears fan and don't want the, the waters to get even even more complicated as far as the decision is concerned. All right. Uh, also, I wanted to point out, we do have some breaking-ish news. So the class of 2024 modern era player semifinalist Pro Football Hall of Fame was just announced. We're going to play a little very quick game here. I'm going to read you the list. I want to know who should be in. Okay. These are a lot of guys that you played against, oh, CC. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. So you may want to write these down. There's a no, lot of them. I don't need to write Okay. Them. All right. Here we go. I'm going to quickly fire them away. No, don't fire. Just go one by one. Oh, okay. So in or out. You have to vote in or out. Eric Allen, cornerback. Out. Jared Allen, defensive end. In. Willie Anderson, offensive lineman. In. Tiki Barber, running back. Out. Anquan Bolden, wide receiver. In. Jari Evans, offensive lineman, guard. Have you Border, borderline. London Fletcher, linebacker. In. Dwight Freeney, defensive in. end. In. Antonio Gates, tight end. In. Maybe, Eddie, maybe not for but in. Absolutely. Eddie George, running back. Okay, that's enough. Uh, James Harrison, linebacker. In. I'd be afraid to say out. Uh, Rod- Rodney, Rodney Harrison. In. Okay, this next one is the one I'm most passionate about. 1,000% should be in, and he's not yet. Devin Hester, return man. In. Now, they're all not going to get in this year, but those guys will eventually. The ones that I said yeah. in will eventually get in. These are the semifinalists. And yeah. I'm passionate about it because if we're going to allow for special teamers to exist, the best ever at that should be in the Hall of Fame. No doubt. Tori Holt, wide receiver. In. In. Smalls was big on in, that one. In, in, in. Andre Johnson, wide receiver. In. Robert Mathis, defensive end linebacker. Mm. No. Um, Julius Julius Pepper is not in already. Julius Pepper. Right? <laughs> uh, that's obvious, right? In. <laughs> yeah, I'm confused about that. Uh, Steve, maybe he wasn't eligible. Steve Smith, senior. He's not in yet? No. In. Okay. Fred he Taylor. He works at the NFL Network, so he'll be in. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody that works at the NFL Network gets put in the Hall of Fame. He'll be in. It's a good career choice. He'll be, he'll be in. He'll be in. Uh, Fred Taylor, running back. I love Freddie T. He was I great. love I love him. I listen, if it was me, I would, but I don't know that the voters are gonna see it that He's way. He's already been a five time semifinalist, which yeah, means, it just yeah. feels like yeah. Uh Heinz Ward, wide receiver. I love, I, I love him, too. He's been I, an eight-time semifinal. But that's what I'm saying. I love him, too. I don't know if they're going to give him the hall call. Rick, Ricky Waters is still on this list? How does he? I don't know. Yeah, is, if he ain't in now. Yeah. Reggie Wayne? <laughs> in. He's got big numbers. Mm. Reggie Wayne's got huge numbers. Next one, Vince Wolfork, defensive lineman. In. Um, this guy's had a short career, but if he had a longer career, I think he'd definitely be in. Patrick Willis, linebacker? Mm, I don't know that he played long enough. Yeah, and Darren Woodson, safety. 
Aaron Woods is not in? <laughs> Based on that reaction, no. These are the semifinals just announced Like He's like Darren Woodson for the Cowboys. He's not a Hall of Famer. He feels like he should be. He feels like he should be, right? Yeah. So, again, I don't think, like, like I said, they're all obviously not going to get in this year, but the ones that I said in, those are guys that should be in the Hall of Fame. Like, it, I, I feel like the Hall of Fame is a museum for the sport, and if you can't tell the story of the sport during that era without bringing up that guy, then they should be in the Hall of Fame. If you could only vote one of those guys, which one jumped out at you the most? I know I just listed about 8,000 people. <laughs> Ooh, I'm probably with Smalls on that one. I, I mean, Tory Holt's right there, but another one that I'm 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 a huge fan of, and I just have the utmost respect for this guy's story. London Fletcher. Oh, could not. Fletcher agree more. was a dog on the field. Even when coaches tried to give him a day off, a vet day is what we call it, he wouldn't take it, and he would go out there no pass practices. He put his pads on because that was just the mentality. Like every day is a work day, just because of how he had to come in the league. He came up the hard way and made himself into one of the best inside linebackers during that era of football. It is Giving Tuesday here on ESPN Radio, vfoundation, v.org, slash donate, and somebody who's very tied to it and somebody who's been a part of it forever, Mike Krzyzewski, five-time national championship head coach for Duke, will join us next. It's on Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Today is Giving Tuesday. You should laugh every day. Number two is think. You should spend some time in thought. And number three is you should have your emotions moved to tears. Could be happiness or joy. But think about it. If you laugh, you think, and you cry, that's a full day. That's a heck of a day. If you're able, go to v.org slash donate to help support the V Foundation for Cancer Research. We are on Sportsman Light here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, along with Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you. It is Giving Tuesday, and of course, we are raising money for the V Foundation. If you can support, we do appreciate it. V.org slash donate. 100% of your donations go to cancer research. The V Foundation has done such a phenomenal job of branding itself as the place to go and that people trust, that trustworthy name, that trustworthy brand within the foundation of that's where my money is going to go to give back to those and to give to the money to the people that are researching cancer. V Foundation. What the V stands for, so many people I think have forgotten in so many ways. And Coach K, Mike Krzyzewski joins us, a five-time national championship winning head coach. Coach, I want to start us off in this conversation. Can you give a scouting report on the kind of coach Jim Valvano was and the kind of person he was? Because I feel like people have been 
separated from that part of this with him. Well, it's too bad. They should look up some of this old stuff. Uh, Jim was one of the great coaches and, uh, and entertainers. Uh, if you had him speak for your uh, organization, he would knock, knock your socks off. He, uh, he just got it, and he thought of ways of winning. Uh, we were really tough competitors as players, coaches. When he was at Iona, I was at Army, and then Duke and NC State. But once he stopped coaching, we became uh, we were like brothers. And uh, uh, he 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 had he had it. He had it, and that's how he uh, uh, in his last few months of, of his life he had the vision of starting. Uh, the V Foundation, and to get uh, ESPN on the team and hopefully find a cure because there was no cure for, for his cancer. So incredible vision by really uh, one of the really unique guys. Uh, I love Jimmy. Coach, I want to ask you to go back to the 1993 SPs where Coach Valvano gave his speech and uttered right. those words that became the mantra for the V Foundation, don't give up, don't ever give up. He also had a specific message for you, and he said, I'm going to die. I know I'm going to die, but I'm going to win. What What did that mean to you in that moment, given the context of everything around it? Yeah, you know, I, I really think that there was the, like divine intervention here. You know, uh, uh, whoever you believe God to be was working through Jim because, you know, that uh, when he gave that speech, there was no way. He and his wife, Pam, flew up uh, along with my wife, Mickey, and I, uh, and he was thrown up the whole way. And he, you know, he had, I didn't, I, I could not believe he could get up on the stage. And once he got there, you know, his adrenaline just went. But I, I really think there was divine intervention there. And he gave the speech of a lifetime. And, and he believed that. He said, you know, I can't win, but I'm going to be there when we win. And, you know, we're going to fund researchers. Now, they don't, at that time, only one out of every six researchers were funded. He said, one of those five, they may have found a a cure for my cancer. And uh, a thing that people should understand about these research grants, once a researcher gets it, it morphs into millions of dollars uh, because it starts their research lab. And so although the V Foundation has raised over $300 million, uh, uh, there are hundreds of of millions of dollars that have been uh, brought into the fight against cancer as a result of funding the researchers. It's, you know, it's like Jimmy, Jimmy's game plan for this was better than any of his uh, NC State game plans, and (laughs) he was pretty good at those, yeah. V.org slash donate for those out there listening or watching that want to join the fight. And coach, you have been such a great mentor to so many people throughout your career. You have touched the lives of a lot of people. And you mentioned that your relationship with Jim Valvano went from fierce competitors to friendship. As that relationship evolved and you got to know him on a different level, level, what did he teach you? Uh, Well, he, he got, you know, he, one, he's really funny. You know, he got it and, uh, you know, you you would get on one another. He could, <clears throat> he was very, very smart. And uh, we had very similar backgrounds, ethnic 
families. We both had three daughters. He's from an Italian family. I'm from a Polish family. And there was a lot of connect, uh, connectivity, you know, like, uh, and, uh, he, I cannot believe he had this idea. You know, I would visit him a couple, two to three times a week at the Duke hospital. And the two of us would just, he would kick everyone out and then we would laugh and cry. And then he had this vision. I was, you know, I was fortunate to be one of his first recruits uh, and have been on the V foundation team uh, since then. And, uh, uh, and he, he didn't feel sorry for himself. He felt, bad that he could not find a way to win because as a coach he really tried everything that box him one triangle and two let's press let's do this uh yeah he he was an innovator and uh and that's why it works perfectly to find these researchers who they're innovators you know they're trying to find cures and you know what we are winning that's what people should understand we are we are winning. We just haven't won completely. And, uh, and every penny that goes into this, I and mean, we're completely endowed as an organization. So it doesn't, if you give money, it goes directly into the fight against uh, cancer. And uh, uh, Shane Jacobson, who is our leader, uh, has done a phenomenal job. We have an unbelievable board. You know, we even have a scientific committee of a couple dozen of the top oncologists in the in the United States, and uh, when uh, they come to our Napa event and give a symposium on what what's going on, so it's a well oiled machine. I'm telling you, the V Foundation is uh, is well is really well formed, and it's uh, it's a championship level team. We are in Sportsman Like here on ESPN Radio, talking with Mike Krzyzewski, of course, Coach K, five-time champion and part of the V Foundation, v.org slash donate. Coach, I want to make sure I understand this correctly because this part of what your storytelling is amazing. You're saying that none of what's going on today, the hundreds of millions of dollars raised, the full-day dedication on the ESPN platforms would surprise Jimmy V. He knew all of this was going to happen. Well, I, I, I think he would be... As it evolved, he wouldn't be. But, you know, if, from that one step to where we are today, you know, he'd be very surprised. You know, look, he he was a good recruiter. You know, he said, Mike, we need ESPN. We need not just uh, their power, but the platform. And ESPN has done an incredible job of embracing uh, the V Foundation and the fight against cancer, and, and not a good job, an incredible job. Uh, to, if he evolved like this, he'd be telling us, you know, what the hell's wrong with you guys? We should be doing more. <laughs> we shouldn't win. We should be winning more. And uh, you know, he, he's an amazing motivator. And really, after he got out of coaching. Yeah, he he would have been on one of the talk shows, late night talk shows. He he no, he was that funny, and uh, and uh, and had it. You know, he's a real real entertainer. Jimmy was unique, one of a kind. 
Well, I told the story as we as we say uh, goodbye for now to Coach K. I, I told the story earlier today that I was walking. This is years and years ago. I'm walking in New York City. There was an old restaurant, Mickey Mantle's restaurant. I see a crowd outside, and I and I walk. I'm with my mom. I'm like 10 years old. I'm like, all right, let me go in there, Coach. And I walk in, and I swear to you, Jim Valvano is holding court that there was a line outside to get in. Just to, it, it wasn't an event. He was having lunch. And it was unbelievable um, just to watch that. So what Coach K is saying is absolutely true. And I'm sure Coach K not surprised by him holding court in New York City <laughs> at Mickey Mantle's uh, Central Park South or whatever it was. Coach, thank you so much for, for all yeah. you do, obviously, for the V Foundation. Yeah, one last thing. He never yeah. met a crowd that he didn't like. <laughs> and, uh, he, he, uh, but thank you guys for what you're doing. And it's an honor to be on. Well, thank you very much. There he is, Coach K, Thanks, of course, Coach. part thank of you, the Coach. V Foundation from the beginning, right. one of one of Jim Bovano's best friends, as we know, v.org slash donate for more information. Amazing stuff from Coach K talking about how Jim Valvano kind of knew this, that, that he had the game plan for this, like he had a game plan for the 83 National Championship for NC State. We are on Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L E C T R I C ebikes.com. Today is Giving Tuesday. When you donate to the V Foundation, 100% of your donation goes to cancer research because they have a separate endowment that covers administrative expenses. 100% of what you give goes to the researchers working so hard to find a cure. If you're able, go to v.org slash donate to help support the V Foundation for Cancer Research. We are on Sportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. It is Giving Tuesday. For the V Foundation, v.org slash donate. 100% of those donations go to cancer research. Thank you very much to Mike Krzyzewski, Coach K, joining us just moments ago. And in about a half hour, or excuse me, 45 minutes, because we are going to keep going through noon Eastern time in for Greeny today here on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. 
Um, we are going to be joined by Jim Kelly, of course, former Buffalo Bills quarterback, who is, certainly has an inspiring story in his own right. Um, there are other things going on, non-important stuff going on, non-real-life stuff, all the fun stuff, the fun and games. As I know our team in ESPN LA always talks about the fun and games department. Well, that's kind of where we are today, CC, with the best bet, Kenny's best bet on ESPN Bet for this evening. Absolutely. So we're going to go to the association for Tuesday night, and we got a spicy one between the Warriors and the Kings. Now, this one is in Sacktown. Of course, Steph Curry's been back for about a week. Draymond Green is coming back from his five-game suspension. The last time these two teams hooked up when they were whole was early November, and the Warriors were on the winning side of it. I'm predicting that the Warriors will be on the winning side of this game tonight, even though they're slight underdogs. I'm going to take the Warriors on the spread as a part of a three-leg parlay. So Warriors plus one and a half points. We've got De'Aaron Fox over 28 and a half points and Sabonis over 13 and a half rebounds. So let me get this right. The Warriors plus one and a half points. De'Aaron Fox over 28 and a half points. And Sabonis over 13 and a half rebounds. That plays out. That pays out at plus 712. Ooh. A little bit of juice on that one, Smalls. Okay. Just a little bit of juice. Plus 712. I like it. Woo. Here's the question 100 bucks to make 700? Let's do that. Here's the Not question. Bad. You know, remember last year in the playoffs, Draymond, Sabonis, they have their beef. They do. Draymond's coming back. If you're Sabonis, you trying to bait him tonight a little bit? Maybe a little bit. A little, maybe a little bit. Maybe a lot of bit. But, but yeah, but I don't think Draymond's going to fall for that. Oh, not he tonight. falls. I love Draymond. If not, he falls for it tonight, yeah, I don't think he will. For, he's not going to fall for it He's going to be on his best tonight. behavior. It's gonna, listen, it's, they're going to make a statement now. Draymond right. wants to make a statement. The, the Warriors will win the game tonight. That That's not going to be the drama of the theater, although I do think it's going to be a really close game. Mm-hmm. I think the drama in the theater will be Ken Sabonis get that 14th rebound. I have no <laughs> doubt that Fox is going to get his. I have no doubt the Warriors are going to win. The question is, can Sabonis get that 14 CC's going to come in tomorrow. If he, if he can, ooh, small, we good for the rest of the week. We're we go, We going to Red Lobster. Okay. We are good. How about this? Instead, we'll donate to the Jimmy V Foundation. Hey, there you go. Well, part of it to the V Foundation and another part for the Cheddar Bay Biscuits. Okay. Come okay. on, there we go. On Giving Tuesday, you're splitting your winnings between Red Lobster. I didn't say split. I'm just saying (laughs) we give most of it to the V Foundation and the other part for lunch. For me, it's small. I like the Cheddar Bay Biscuits. They're really great. And the Crab Alfredo hits if you hadn't had it in a while. Cece's going to come in tomorrow and we're going to be like. (laughs) You haven't had it in a while. (laughs) We're going to be like, you seem really tired. You're not always. (laughs) Smalls, he's coming in tomorrow. Completely exhausted. You know what I mean, Smalls. I'm not by myself with this. I one. understand. We're understand. like, what? What's wrong? Why are you so tired? You're never tired. Yeah, I had to stay up till one in the morning last night Eastern time. Why? Sabonis had 13 rebounds. I had, I had, to, I had to see if he was going to get that 14 <laughs> rebound. rebound. I need that 14 rebound, baby. <laughs> oh boy! All right, Come on, Now we can't bet on this. Arvidas on son. Let's go. You can't even call him by his name until no, he gets his 14. I need that 14 rebound. <laughs> oh, God. Get the 14 rebounds. <laughs> then we'll I'll talk. say your name. Then we'll talk. Okay. Um, we can't bet on this, but college football playoff rankings tonight, what's our assumption as to what one through four is going to look like? We know Georgia's going to be one. Michigan. Michigan will be two. Washington, Washington will be three. Florida, Florida State, State four. Oregon, five. Texas, five. Are they going to go Oregon, then Texas, then no, Ohio or, State? It'll be what about or, Alabama? It'll be Oregon, Oregon, Texas, Alabama. I agree. And then Ohio State drops to eight. Eight. Or not, eight. Yeah. Oregon. So we're going to say Georgia, Michigan, Washington, FSU, Oregon, Texas, Alabama. Yeah. 
So Alabama would need to jump up from the seventh spot to get in. Obviously, a win against Georgia would be a huge help. Oregon would have an opportunity to jump in there if they were to beat Washington. You know, it's, which they're favored to do though. They lost Did you to them once. Like, like or, or, Oregon has a yeah. That was in Seattle. So Oregon has a seventy-six percent chance of beating Washington, according to our FBI. Interesting. Uh, it's very one-sided, isn't it? Very That's one-sided. Surprising. So. Um, that game's on ABC, ESPN Radio as well on Friday night. Do we like the Friday night Pac-12 championship? Would you rather it on Saturday? No, 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 I, you I, like it? Yeah, give it, give it to me Spread on Friday Spread it out a little bit? Spread it out a little Spread bit. I don't need well. it all on one day. Give I it, agree. Give, give me that on Friday. I'll Be- take it. Because the timing of this, you have that Friday night. Texas plays at noon Eastern on ABC against Oklahoma State. Georgia and Alabama is the 4 o'clock Eastern game. Michigan and Iowa is the 8 p.m. Eastern game. And then Louisville and Florida State, which is 10 versus 5 right now, two top 10 matchups, also 8 o'clock. The Michigan-Iowa game has a chance to be ugly early, right? Like Iowa, you don't feel like, has much of a shot against Michigan. Louisville coming off a loss against Kentucky absolutely hurts FSU because you want to be able to beat them you know, with a better team, and that's not going to happen. But Georgia-Alabama in that standalone 4 p.m. Eastern spot and Oklahoma State and Texas in that standalone noon spot. And then, of course, Friday night, Oregon and Washington State. That's how the schedule looks for this weekend. And obviously next weekend's games, not I'm sorry, next or Sunday's rankings more important than tonight's rankings, but tonight's rankings still important because it gets us from point A to point B here. Um, is where you have in terms of the college football picks. All right? Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's texting with Mike Brown, the coach of the Kings right now. No, actually, this is to KO Spikes. And he oh. was telling me, he was like, duh, bro, forget about the red lobster. You need to go to the Capitol Grill and get the lobster macaroni and oh, cheese. Oh, that is it's so awesome. good. It's awesome. The lobster macaroni. Like, so he, he was just no, like, let, look, bro, he was like, listen, out. there's levels to this. He's not wrong. Like, you got the crab Alfredo. But then you have the lobster mac and cheese at him. Capitol Grill. It is good. so, so good. So I'm, yeah. I'm with Takeo, you know. Here's if the thing. You, uh, if you make a big yeah. enough bet, you can get some wine. I knew, I knew yeah. he was going to chime yeah. in. Shout Jay out Pat. to Takeo Spikes behind the mask podcast. He does a really good job with my brother, two-time Reyes. So, yeah. I knew Pat was going to chime in. Because yeah. Pat is anti-anything in mac and cheese. He's anti-lobster or truffle or anything. I guarantee Takeo Spikes likes the truffle in there. Oh, right? no doubt. No doubt. No breadcrumbs. No lobster, truffle, mac and cheese. Done. It's amazing. You don't even have Find to get, out if you don't even like have that. to get a, you don't even have to get a meal. You could just order that. No, that's what you do. You yeah. get a million sides, yeah, and you, you get, get the Parma, the Asiago Parmesan truffle the, the, fries. What was, that? what was that cheese? Asiago. Yeah. <laughs> there uh, was like a, C, a ch in there. Ashi. I thought. <laughs> I also put like seven extra eyes in Camilo. Uh, Cam- oh, see, just, oh my god! Oh my god! Please, fi- please find a way to close this thing out. Close this thing out. Land the plane. We have two land, more hours. Land, yeah. Just land the plane. In all seriousness. Land, land, land the plane gently. In please. all seriousness, thank you to Megan Judge and everybody yes. involved in yeah. the uh, V Foundation. V.org slash donate. Now you can help support the critical work of the V Foundation for cancer research. We are going to continue. We are going to fill in for Greeny coming up next as part of the V Foundation Giving Tuesday. We are on to Greeny and on to Wednesday. It's on Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. 
Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.